bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there. my it's question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Number five. Well, believe it or not, Cardinal Stritch University is for sale. Now, they just, they just went out of business on my birthday, May 22nd. Boop, they're out, done, out of business. Graduation. Dun, 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 dun. And then they had the rug put out from under them. <laughs> Gone. The land on which Cardinal Stritch University from CBS58.com once stood... They report it's now officially for sale. The university is closing. This spring graduation was the last, and whoever buys a property might have to wait a bit because the official closing date for the school hasn't been announced, and summer classes are being offered to help students who need to make new arrangements. But at a mass on Friday, a mass of Thanksgiving was held at 1 o'clock, and visitors will be allowed to, I'm sorry, it will be held, and to, to visit the campus from 2 to 4.30. Why is that? Because if you got $24 million in your pocket, you can own Cardinal Stritch University. That's right. It'll be the biggest house you'll ever own with as many bedrooms as they have classrooms and offices. Or, or it'll become apartments. And that's the only way that you're going to ever make any money is to make an apartment. Because if you build houses, the houses would have to each cost in excess of probably, well, no, you could probably make money on $24 million. Each house is about a quarter of a million, three hundred, but it's in Glendale, right? If it was a block over in Whitefish Bay, it would be, you know, 
those little Cracker Jack houses they have that sell for $400,000. I'm like, why? A thousand square feet? You're kidding. And then I realized, oh, it's to only keep people there that can make certain amounts of money. So I guess that's what it is. Number four. From WISN.com, a 24-year-old man fired several gunshots inside a house near Medford and Ridge Court in Milwaukee last night. And Milwaukee police responded, as they always do, to the part of a person in a house with a gun. While police were at the scene, several shots were fired inside the house. After nearly five hours, the man was taken into custody. Anybody notice anything missing about this story? Right? Journalism 101. Who, what, where, when, why? There's no why. He had a gun, and then the police went and got him. Did he go to the hospital first before he went to the to jail? Where, you know, did they toss a few, lob a few inside and poof, concussion grenades? And like, how how they get him out? Charges are pending. Okay. I mean, I was just, you know, wondering. Number three. You get tired of hearing stories about this, but a white Kansas man was indicted by a federal grand jury on Tuesday for racially threatening black people and using death threats while brandishing a firearm. According to the Department of Justice, this is how long federal government, this is this is why you don't want the federal government like running your house, running your city, running your life. On July 27th, 2022, Austin Shellman, 30 of Wichita, brandished a firearm and used racial slurs in order to threaten and intimidate two black teens while they were entering a quick trip. Shellman also used his firearm to threaten a black adult who tried to intervene in support of the juveniles federally protected right to be free from racial discrimination when visiting a gasoline station. I don't know if it's that specific about when you visit gasoline stations, but <laughs> I get the point. The indictment also charges Shellman with using a firearm during and in relation to those crimes of violence. I like how we add violence when it's stuff that we don't like when in fact, anyway, that's just the person I wrote the story. Let's read on. Shulman didn't just stop with black people. The indictment further alleges that in January 2022 through August of 2022, he interfered with the federally protected housing rights of a white woman by making threats to kill her or kill any black people who visited her house. If convicted, Austin Shulman could face a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison for firearms, maximum of five years in prison for the distribution of threatening messages online, mandatory minimum of seven years in prison for brandishing a firearm during and in relation to a crime of violence. Schedule for a jury trial starting July 31st. Here's the issue with this. If this happened in, oh, look at the little cute baby. Look, look at it, what? Look at it. Look at that. Oh, so cute. Hey. See how you just get distracted because a little baby shows up and you just poop. Just completely turns your head. That's a little cute little baby, too. Wasn't that, darling? That was just so cute. Um, I read the story and then I, I looked up and I realized that the story was posted today. May 31st, June 1st, right? It was posted yesterday for something that happened 
in July of 2022. If you want the federal government to take care of you, that is the kind of return you're going to get. A year later, right? Hey, let's do something about this. Really? God probably forgot. <laughs> he probably forgot what he did. Number two. Um, I hate to call him out, but Kyle, both the Senate and the House have now passed a bill to block President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program, which promises to cancel up to $20,000 of debt for millions of borrowers, but has been held up by the courts. The bill now has to go to Biden's desk for signature, but of course he's not going to sign it. Some moderate Democrats join Republicans in voting for the bill. The Senate passed the bill today and the house passed it last week. Uh, Democratic senators, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, Joe, John Tesser of Montana voted for the bill as well as Arizona Senate um, Senator Kristen Cinema, an independent. The resolution did not pass with a veto proof majority. So, I'm a proponent, even though I'm definitely a fiscal conservative, I'm a proponent of if you're going to waste money and all the money we wasted on COVID, we could have simply wiped out the debt of everybody in America and had all that money back into the economy within five years, maybe 10. We could have been able to alleviate the debt that's holding people back from buying houses, cars, uh, spending money, living somewhere where it's safe, all those things, because we decided that you were able to take advantage of things because you were ahead, because you set up the system for you to always be ahead. And when people weren't ahead, they followed your dream that you said was the most important thing. And then they got taxed to death in the guise of a loan. And you kept raising the ceiling for, stu for, for student loan. At some point, we need to lock tuition in and say you can't change tuition more than five years, 10 years. This is starting to get ridiculous. It, it's just starting to get ridiculous. And so they say that, that loan forgiveness is unlawful and shift the cost of the debt to taxpayers. You mean like your salary? Oh, okay. The program could reduce the deficit by 30 million. The bottom line is it comes to this. If you want an open and free society and an economy that can grow, instead of giving people COVID money, you should have forgiven school loans and, and, and you would have spent, what, 20% of the money that you spent on COVID? It's ridiculous. We spent upwards of what, $5.7, $5.4 trillion on COVID. But all of the student loans, all of it, not the private student loans, just all of the student loans that go through the federal government was only $1.4 And instead of doing that, yeah. Anyway. Number one. This from TMJ4. Emmy Nook Williams says she was the driver and had more than 30 students on board right before a fire broke out in a school bus. I just feel like I had to stay calm and I had to do my job. 
We first told you about a dramatic school bus fire Wednesday morning. The driver of that bus is now sharing what happened. There's video that shows the school bus literally going up in flames. Williams says her route on yesterday started off normal when she noticed there was a strange odor and smoke growing. And they were a few blocks from the destination they were headed to, Milwaukee Academy of Science. But Williams didn't want to wait too long to stop. She says she tried to use her radio to call dispatch, and I could barely get what I was trying to say out because the smoke was hitting me in the face, in my eyes. So I just, I was just like, okay, forget the radio, get the kids off the bus. Williams said that's when her mommy instincts kicked in really fast, and it was like, okay, come on, mom, let's do it. Let's get off the bus. And so you would think that, you know, that's, that's nice of her. She did a great thing. Williams is eight-month pregnant, eight-month pregnant. Then when she got all the kids off the bus, she went back on the bus to double-check to make sure there were no kids left on the bus. Through the smoke, through the fire, she said, I was the last person to get off. I turned around and I just seen flames. I wanted to make sure that I was safe, baby was safe, and you know, if it was my kid on the bus, I wouldn't want one of the bus drivers. I would want the bus drivers to act in the same way. And then she went to the hospital because she suffered smoke inhalation. And she says she trained for emergencies, but she never thought she'd have to use it. And then she did. She said, I feel good that we were able to come to school and get to go to work the next day. And if you think about it, those babies on that bus, even though they're in high school, those babies on that bus are alive today because a woman decided to put her and her unborn baby's life in the same line as those children. And for that, I think she should be commended. We need more people like that. But wait a minute. We already have more people like that. That's why you're listening here. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So, interesting. What will the city do in the coming months to rectify the issues that we have in the city? I don't know. 
I don't know. Interesting. I mean, it kind of leaves me speechless. So we'll see. Black-owned business give back is back. We have teamed up again with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated, uh, what am I? Skipping forward. Let's rebuild our community's backbone together through the truth. Let's build exposure right here on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank, member FDIC. Uh, join 1017 The Truth. We're excited to be back. We're celebrating the 52nd annual Juneteenth celebration. Make sure you all come down on Monday, June 19th, as we will be broadcasting live from the Juneteenth celebration from 11 to 3. Stop by our table to play games, win truth swag, and say what's up to your truth. Teammates, 1017 The Truth Celebration of Juneteenth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, Tayback Law, Molson Coors, and Associated Bank. And you've heard it a couple times, but I'm going to remind you, June is National Home Ownership Month, and only 25% of African Americans in the city of Milwaukee own their homes, despite the fact that we make up over... 40% of the population. This is why the award-winning 1017 The Truth is proud to announce our first annual home buying seminar on Wednesday, June 14th, presented by Axe Housing and BMO Harris Bank. We will have home buying coaches and mortgage advisors on site to break down the home buying process and get you pre-approved for a loan. Limited spots are available, so go to 1017thetruth.com to secure your space. So, so I got a question and I know you'll be, you know, interested in it, but so I don't know if you know who Dion War. Do you know who Dion Warwick is? Well, Dionne Warwick is one of those singers through the 60s and 70s who was 50s, 60s and 70s, I believe, who was very well known and very outspoken. They call her the mother of music. Um, she's never been known to hold back. Um, she reminded everyone because she made a statement. And I want to know whether or not you disagree or you agree. I kind of brought it up and people got upset and got mad and all sorts of things. So. She said that Mariah Carey and Tony Braxton are not icons in her eyes. During an interview with True Exclusives, she was asked about the requirements it takes to become an icon. And she said, well, I don't know. I just know that when that status is reached, um, you know who they are. I wish I had the answer. I know it takes more than a hit record. I know that there are many who never had a hit record who... We know that are icons like Lena Horn, for one. She never had a hit record, but Lena Horn is, you know. She does, however, believe that both Mary J. Blige and Brandy are well on their way to becoming icons, though she denies Carrie and Braxton's status as icons. She compliments their talents and their success. Warwick offered some similar 
spicy commentary in 2019, inspiring the ire of Miss Carter's beehive of devoted fans because she said, watching her grow has been quite refreshing. It's wonderful to see how she's been able to create what and who she wanted to be and who she is. I'm proud of that. I really am. Now, sustaining and becoming a big icon like Gladys Knight or Patti LaBelle or Johnny Mathis or Frank Sinatra or Sammy Davis Jr., I doubt it. I really did. I love her to death and I can appreciate her talent, but that icon status that I mentioned, like those other names, but it's it's a long road to hoe. So do you agree? Is Beyonce an icon or is she just great at what she does? Do you agree with Dionne Warwick to say that she's not an icon? 833-212-1017 is the number. Do you agree or disagree? Because I'm going to wait and tell you what I think. But at some point, I want to know. Do you think Beyonce deserves today, today, June 1st, 2023, icon status? But I, but I need you to be able to tell me your definition of what an icon is. 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Give it up for Naughty by Nature! You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talk a text line, 414-418 says, She's old school, so hey, she's comparing generations not fair to the youth. Huh? How's that not fair? I mean, I'm going to sit here and wait till you text it in the talking text line. Why, why is it not fair? Why is it there's no respect for generations that have been through what you've been through? I find that interesting. But most people don't do that. So, interesting. Like, why can't, why can't Dionne Warwick say what she believes? 833-212-1017 is the number. Being a fan of somebody is one thing. But does anybody understand what an icon is? I think it's a combination of things. 
I think being an icon is is hmm. Oxford Languages says a person or thing regarded as a representative symbol or as worthy of veneration. Which then veneration is what? Great respect or reverence. Beyonce. Think reverence. No. I don't think so. In that instance, she's great. She's phenomenal. Icon? Hmm. I respect the fact that she is excellent at her craft and she does it phenomenally well, but I don't think she's reached icon status. LT said, Mariah Carey, yes. Tony Braxton, no. Beyonce is an icon. Well, she's going to be Bay. Please come on, man. Really? Yeah, really. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Freddie, you're on the new one oh one seven the truth. Yeah, I mean I, I believe Dion was well within her uh, assessment, right? As an artist to call that shot. You okay. know, she wasn't wrong. Icon is something uh that's bigger than what you are. And they're not there. I don't know nobody that I would consider an icon. That's like God, like no. Okay. So Dion was no time. All right. Okay. Well, I, I kind of, hmm. I don't know if I agree with the godlike piece, but I, I get exactly what he's saying. That you, you have to have been, I mean, what made Frank Sinatra an icon? Sammy Davis Jr. Would you say Sidney Poitier is an icon? I would. Within music, would you say, Beyonce is an icon. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. I I'm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think a lot of people like her. I think a lot of people enjoy her. But I don't think. I don't think she's an icon. I don't think Mariah Carey is an icon. I think they're close. I think there has to be some more growth, some more, you know, yeah. Who from my generation you think is an icon? Just to, to compare, I guess. Millennial? Sure. Anyone after the... Born after 1985, maybe. I don't think anybody's an icon if they were born after. I think that's something that comes with multiple stages. Not just, oh, I did one thing and I was great at it. Would you say, um, let me let me think. Steph Curry was an icon in basketball. But would you say Michael Jordan is an icon? Both have done the same thing. Both have won rings. Both have gotten rich, became millionaires, even though Michael Jordan's a billionaire, right? But what's the difference? I say time. Over time, Michael Jordan has been consistent. On the court, off the court, things he created, 
I think that's what makes him an icon. And I think that we shortchange time. And we shortchange because today things are so fast. We think, oh, I worked at this job for two or three years, so I'm ready. When in fact, are you really ready for management? I think there's a, I mean, we we had it, but I think there's a quicker sense of, of I've arrived today than in other places. That's what I think. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sonny B said, can you tell me why Dion Warwick is an icon? Age, time, longevity, um, resilience, um, multiple levels in her career, movies, videos, albums. Yeah. Reverence. I think that's what makes her an icon. Fon said, people of all ages and eras get their own opinions, silly as they may be. I'm lucky to be the middle child of 10, 62, on down to 32. In my early 40s, I tend to like stuff older siblings liked more. Hmm. Interesting. Gary, you're on the new 101.7 The Truth. Dr. Ken, how are you? I'm good. Good. So I think you dismissed the whole uh, genre of music when you don't look at rap music and you and you don't look at well I shouldn't say you let me take that back I'm just gonna speak for me looking at a genre of music of rap I mm-hmm. think you would have to say that Jay Z like Jay Z's an icon sure I, I give it to Jay Z but I not her he, oh no I'm, hey I said Jay Z but he got but Jay Z got her but Jay Z's so, been in the hey. game longer than her. Jay Z. Are you talking about the artist? Her? No, no, no. I'm talking about Beyonce. Oh, that's what I thought. No, I, I'm talking strictly Jay Z. But I was going to yeah. say, but the icons got her on his side. So. Right. Yeah. Give, give him some props. Oh no, Jay Z gets it because Jay Z has been there the entire length of time, pretty much, of rap. Right? Rap is only thirty, Absolutely. thirty-five years old. Right. So. Uh, Maybe forty on the oh, outside. Yeah, maybe. Because I was in I my twenties when, when I, was, I was in, but I was in my twenties when the Sugar Hill Gang came out. So yeah, hop a heavy, a heavy to the hip, hip hop, and it don't stop. I remember on my way to Walker Show right. Tech, going to college back right. in '78 when that came out with right. the Sugar Hill Gang, and I'm I'm 64 now. Right. So, so been a while. You know what I mean? It's but it but it didn't take hold. Right, and it changed a couple times too. Yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. So, all right, good point, Gary. Appreciate it. All right, take care. All right. Somebody said hip hop is fifty years old. No, hip hop isn't fifty years old. Rap maybe fifty or sixty years old, fifty years old, but hip hop is not. Hip hop came out after rap. Think of the evolution, right? It came out of house. That's, let's not get into a East Coast, West Coast, Middle Coast argument. But, yeah. They're claiming time that they didn't have. They trying to make themselves older. But rap was before hip-hop. <laughs> so don't, don't get it twisted. Anybody want to fight about it? 833 
217 is the number. If people do iconic things, does that not make them icon? No. An icon? I can do great things, but it doesn't make me great. Overall, it doesn't make me a great person. It just thinks I did something great. So, okay. So then if I also, if I'm a younger person, does that not make the work that I do? Iconic? Icon? No. It makes you great, but not an icon. There, I think there's combinations and layers of things you do to make you an icon. So if Beyonce is not an icon, could you consider Rihanna an icon? Oh, God, no. Why not? Because, no. No. Absolutely not. 833-212-1017 is the number. See, y'all got me late for my break. But I'm just saying. LeBron James is an icon. How long has LeBron been? Not, 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 not quite. You can't put LeBron James in the same arena as Michael Jordan. Or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't think so. I'm biased. I get it. And and I guess icon status is based on bias. I guess icon status is based on how you feel and what you think. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What do you think about icon status? Icon status. Think about that. What does it take? What does it take to really be an icon? A person or thing regarded as a representative of a representative symbol or as worthy of veneration, which is great respect or reference. Do you give that to a Beyonce? You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before I get to the talking text line, where are these people come from? Plum Bob, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? How we doing? I'm Well, I don't know. Depends on what you say. Agree or disagree? Beyonce is an icon. Yes or no? I disagree. She is not an icon. Janet Jackson is an icon. There you go. Beyonce is not an icon. All right. You know? Like you would say, Jordan is great. Uh, Larry Bird is greater. All right. Thank you much. You're welcome. 833-212-1017 is the number. Fred, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Yeah, Dr. Ken, when I called a minute ago, we had a slight disagreement about the word icon. Okay. It was God-like. And it is God-like. Read the definition that you just read a minute ago. The definition of it. Oh, I deleted it. 
But basically, it said, um, let me see, I can look it up. Um, it said, uh, a person or thing regarded as a representative symbol or worthy of veneration. And then I looked up the definition of veneration, which meant great respect and reverence. And we have that for our creator, right? And so sure, God, yes. I don't think people know shouldn't be raised up that high. I mean, they're good. Okay. They're good. That's fine. If some people are better than others, and that's all I can say about that. But I was correct about that, and I try to stay correct. And have a good day, Ken. Love you, man. All right, take care. Okay, I think I got that wrong. Um. Thinking about it, I agree. Beyonce? Nah. 833-212-1017 is the number. Always at work said, um, um, hmm. So it's not accolades. Just longevity. By that definition, MLK is not an icon. Well, actually, that's not what I said. I said that it's that. It's all of that. It's time and it's accolades and it's work. And there are multiple, I believe, there are multiple levels to icon. Not just one or two or you're a great singer. Okay. You sold a million records. Okay. I think the impact you've made over time that's left after you're done. Like Jay-Z doesn't sing anymore. He's done. He's building businesses, built himself into a billionaire, clothing, investments, real estate, all that. That makes you an icon. He's built multiple levels, multiple layers, and it includes what he did, right? But if you're saying just do one thing and it makes you an icon, eh, because many of you would disagree with Bill Cosby being an icon, but he's an icon. Whether you like him or not. It's the same thing. I mean, Beyonce does Ivy Park. She has her own like hair brand. She has all these other brands she's done too. I she's disagree. been around for almost 20 plus years. Ooh. 20 to 30 plus years. <laughs> same to said with Rihanna. She's got a billion dollar industry. Okay. Or brand. Janet Jackson is... Still doing music, so she her career yeah, not but, over anymore. But Janet's so an icon, right? But she's still working. Jay Z's not working, so that time thing is not a not a component. It is for me. I'm I'm only speaking for me. For you, it's it's a component. I I, th- I think it's multiple things. I think what what you know. It's funny you said something funny. I think it's the weight we give each one. I think. When your time is only 20 years, you give that more weight than if your time is 40 or 50. Does that make sense? And so the things we look at that make people iconic, I think over time you may find, like there are a lot of artists that were phenomenal in the 80s that they flamed out. But you would have thought had they went on there, another is Prince an icon? Okay, explain to me how he wouldn't be an icon before we go. No, you're making an assumption that I would say he's not an icon, but I believe he is. Are, is Beyonce making an impact on music that other people are copying Beyonce? 
No. Who was copying? Beyonce copied Janet Jackson. If you want to look at it that way. I'm that that's I'm just I'm just saying. That's just me. Uh who who wrote this? Always at work that over 25 years of experience the most number what? What I what I <laughs> records of all time, 171 million. I don't care. And Beyonce is an icon. No, she's not an icon. Why is the bar set so high? Because only Michael Jackson has outdid Beyonce. Okay. But Beyonce has still not made the impact in music the way Michael Jackson has. People build entire careers around Prince, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. I'm just saying. You can't make up your own definition. Yes, I can. (laughs) Yes, I can. They say you can't make up your own definition, then say somebody that fits the definition that you read on icons. You got to make up your own mind today. I did. I made it up myself. I made up my criteria for icon, and I put all the people that I wanted to fit into it as icons. Prince and Michael Jackson are icons. I agree. Mr. Lee said those things may or may not make an icon, but yet they are not be glorified as iconic, and that's okay. That's true. I give you that. Mr. Medit told me, stop it. So, I'm just saying. You might disagree, but it's okay. It's okay to disagree. Yes, I made up my own criteria for who I call icon. Other people can disagree. It's perfectly within your right. I get it. I get it. Your narrative doesn't make sense. Prince can't touch Mike. Mike who? Yeah, I don't think you can compare a basketball icon to a music icon. I think those are kind of weird. I think you're an icon within your own thing. And then somebody said Jay-Z is still making music. Okay. Okay. I get to use my definition of icon. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next. Make sure you tune in at about 4 a.m. I think this is when I'm on again. I still don't know. And then at 7, you've got the morning show. Everything's just going on. It's coming up on the weekend. Tomorrow's going to be great. Tomorrow's going to be phenomenal. So God bless. Take care. And I'll see you in about 22 hours. I'm out.